0: everybody, welcome back. This is the Men of Iron Podcast. Uh, I'm Ryan Zook. I'm here today with Travis Yo, Albinitius. You nailed it. Did I get it? That's good. Yeah, man. Rhymes with bubblelicious. Bubblicious. Uh, that's what bubblicious? Like, yeah. Albinicious. Easy way to remember it, man. I'm glad you told me that, actually. Yeah, that's going to help me. Yep. All right. Anyway. Well, <laughs> well this, the series we're working through, we're talking about going from failing in your 5Fs to functioning yeah. in your 5Fs. Right. Dude, tell us what the five Fs even are. The
1: five Fs. So, men of iron, we believe that the five Fs encapsulate the wholeness of a man, or at least most of what it means to – or responsibilities that we as men have. So, faith, family, friends, fitness, and finances are the five Fs. It always feels like a pop
0: quiz, right? You got to make sure you hit every single one. Yeah, you
1: hit all five. And then uh, the idea is to pursue accountability. Yeah. Right? Pursue growth. And uh, allow it to
0: keep you balanced. Basically, that's how we—I I would say—that's how we go about changing a culture one man at a time. That's like how if, we do if it. you thrive in these five F's, it's not easy. Yeah. It takes time, takes a little bit of work. It's not easy. Um, but if you find a way to thrive in those five F's, um, you will be who God has called you to be. You'll know God. You'll know your purpose. Yeah, uh, and it really puts you in the best possible scenario you can be in. Right, yeah. but. It's not easy. It's not easy. Which is why we're talking about failing talking in the five about Fs. Failing in the five fs yeah. And and
1: you know, even when failing, how do you bring yourself from failing to, to work in yourself back to being yeah. balanced? Yeah. Cause that's the hardest part.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So last week we took some time talking about faith. Faith is super important. I think you'll find faith is like involved in every single one of these F's. Like as yeah. we're talking through our stories and stuff. Um, basically, Travis, why don't you talk us about talk to us about family? Like when has been a time when you've failed in your family, that feels huge. Yeah. Like, I don't want to soften that <laughs> a little day.
1: bit. <laughs> Every day, I yell at my kids. You know, uh, but nah, man, failing as a, in, in our family, I think the biggest thing is like, like thinking about It's okay. I, I identify the roles that I that I yeah. play in my yeah. family, right? Yeah. So, okay, I am a, I'm a husband, I am a father, uh, I am a son. Um, I could go on, right? I'm a grandson. I'm a yeah. nephew. I'm all these different things. And um, like one of the things I wrestle with is it's almost overwhelming. How do I do all those things well? And then, you know, I was actually encouraged the other day. I don't even know why. I was looking at something, but I, I think I was uh, I was reading scripture. No, I was reading a book about men's ministry. All Get right. that, right? right. And the, the, the power of knowing what to focus on as a man when it comes to family, because it's one of the things that I've struggled with, is just too many roles. Um, and so it's just interesting. When I focus on being a good husband – I naturally feel, and this is ridiculous, but I naturally feel like I don't spend enough time with my kids. Yeah. yeah. Right. When I take my wife away on a date, then I'm like, oh no, like I lost time with my kids. And then the opposite is true. When I spend time with my kids, right. Or, or try to focus on them. Then I feel like my marriage is like not where it should be, Yeah, you know? And then when I focus too much on like right around the holidays, right here we are, you know, coming out of the Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, it's like, well, you know, when I think about how do I honor my parents, then I'm like, well, I'm not spending enough quality time with my wife and my kids, Yeah, you know? And so talk about like balance and feeling constantly out of balance, it's difficult. Um, so all that to say, it's a real struggle all the time. Uh, and you asked me like, when's the time when I specifically failed, you know, when it comes to family and when I think about that, I mean, um you know, I, I've told the story before, but it comes back to like uh, when I was young, when I was, you know, 23 years old, graduated from college, um, you know, started to get in the financial services business and was all excited about making lots of money, you know, and I, I, I was paying attention to the F, which is finances, yeah. but neglecting the other F, you know, which would be family. And again, it's like, how do you not, if you focus too much on one, you get out of balance in the other. Mm hmm. It's difficult, mm-hmm. you know. So that's what I was doing is I was focusing so much on on my career success that I was neglecting, you know, the the the, the equally or more important f of family. Yeah, and it almost cost me my marriage, you know. Yeah. But by the grace of God, like you shared last week, there were tr- some traumatic circumstances that took place that, you know, I could complain about and think, man, that, that sucked that we had to go through that. But I always say by God's grace, those dramatic circumstances entered into my and my wife's life to bring us closer together, to
0: get us rebalanced. So yeah, man, how would you, how would you say you saw that happen? Like, how do you know that God like broke through and was like, Hey Travis, that's enough, man.
1: Uh, how did I know that happened was, uh, Gosh, first of all, you sense it. Yeah. You know, and I think that's the Holy Spirit telling us. Yeah. You know, like, man, you know, how do I spend more time and more attention doing that or or paying, you know, on that five, on that specific F? Yeah. Uh, But your marriage starts to turn into a disaster. You know, you start to be intentional. Like, I remember just thinking about, like, how much time I was spending away. Right. And I started to count the time. Yeah. Right. And how often do I date my wife? How yeah. often am I spending time with her? Uh and it was clear yeah. that it wasn't enough. And there was constant tension. You know, we weren't having any fun together. Yeah. It was all about, you know, business and and how do we succeed in this,
0: as opposed to how do we let our marriage thrive. Yeah. You know? My wife and I have this joke. There was a period of time in our lives where my job was super demanding. It's funny, you look back on these jobs you had and you're like, why was I like, spending my whole life doing that? Like, I don't even think about that anymore. Yeah. Um. But the, the thing that we would do is like Monday would come and I'd be like, all right, see you, babe. I'll see you Friday night. Maybe we can do something cool. Right. And we were just cool with it. Like we just rolled with it. Yeah. Until it was like, oh, I think this is destroying our family. Yeah. <laughs> and so now like that'll actually be something we'll call out in each other. Like, hey, is it starting to feel like when we would just say see a Friday and like we just had a conversation like that a couple of weeks ago, she's like, "Yeah, like we need to figure this out. We need to solve this." Yeah, yeah,
1: and it's the wholeness of uh being a Christian man. It's like if we man. are married, yeah, okay, specifically like yo, if we are married, we need to get this right. You know what's the divorce rate in this country?
0: Yeah, I mean nationwide, it's supposedly like fifty-one percent or something. Something like so that. So it's like I if you get,
1: from, I came from a divorce yeah. household.
0: No, yeah. among among believing people, it's a little bit less. Um, Are but, you sure? Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. I, I was just reading <laughs> up on this stuff, actually. Um, so it's 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 high. Yeah. it's higher than it should be, right. right? Well, and the reality is, is like uh, it's
1: it leads to the destruction of yeah. Uh, Christianity. Yeah. You know. Now let's be real, right? God's in control of all of that. Yeah. But if we really want to make a difference in the world, like we got to figure out a way how to. Uh, not just preach about the importance of, of, of prioritizing our families, but how do we do it? Yeah. Think about it all the time. We're doing this podcast, you know, talking about how do we thrive when it comes to family? Uh, you know, you better believe like, uh, Satan knows I'm talking about this right now. Yeah. You know, we did a family dedication this past week at church, Yeah, you know, and I look up on, you know, I was actually, we, we dedicated my son, which is a beautiful thing. Uh, But, you know, I I look up there, it's a bunch of young guys, our age, younger, all up there with their newborns, you know, trying to like prioritize raising their kids in a Christian household and and doing what it takes to raise them to follow Christ. Um, You know, and it's all cute and fluffy to be up there on stage. Like I was thinking about this, this is all good. This is a beautiful thing. But you better believe that like the enemy and Satan, he's watching that, too. You know, and he wants nothing more than for us to to get out of balance in this area of our lives and and watch it blow up, so that he can have a heyday. You know, um, but one of the things I did was like, here's another thing I wrote down was like, um, you asked the question of like, how did I know? What yeah. were some of the alarm yeah. bells? And First Corinthians thirteen, you've probably heard this at weddings, you know, but verses four through eight, we're called to love our families, yeah, right? Love our wives the way Christ loved the church. You know, and here God talks about love, or Paul talks about love, uh, and and it says this in verse, it just said, love is patient, Hmm. love is kind, love's not jealous or boastful or proud, it's not rude, it doesn't demand its own way, it's not irritable, it keeps no record of being wronged, it doesn't rejoice when injustice uh, wins out, but rejoice whenever the truth wins out. It never gives up, never loses faith. It's hopeful, endures through every circumstance. I think some things that started to shake me. Yeah. That are alarm bells. Yeah. Is if you find yourself irritable all the time. Yeah. You know, with your wife or with your kids or even with your parents, like something's wrong. Even like if there's if you find yourself like jealous is one here. You know, jealousy can creep into a marriage and it's dangerous. Mm -hmm. And if you find yourself like, you know, your wife's on her phone or whatever that looks like, and you find yourself like just wondering, you know, or there's some type of weird jealousy, like that should be an alarm bell. I truly think something's (laughs) off with me or like, you know, we're not, we haven't been having enough conversation for me to trust her.
0: You know, it's like, gosh, that's a tough place to be. That's a good call out like when you start to feel those resentment kind of things that yeah. it's a it's a signal that you need some investment in that relationship yeah. and that, that works for parents it works for uh siblings it works for kids it works for spouses like so good it's a real thing and it drifts so quickly like you can go from thriving like with me and my wife i feel like there's so many
1: times that like out of nowhere man yeah and first of all let's just say marriage is tough man (laughs) you know and so like there are times i'm like this this is really tough Mm -hmm. you know but then it's like the flip of a switch and all of a sudden everything's great again you know so anyway um Yeah, man. That's from a married perspective. Yeah. So what about single guys?
0: Single guys. Yeah.
1: Like think back, you know, you're married, I'm married. So like, let's just talk to some single guys for a second. Like, how do you, was there a time in your life where you felt like you were failing when you were single in this F? Man,
0: I think, so I guess probably like a big thing that's a good question you're setting me up man yeah. I didn't have time to think you through this, on this one I'm on the spot yeah um I moved to Florida right after high school and yeah. I lived in Florida for like three years yeah and I noticed that my obviously obviously my family relationships were harder so as a single guy um my my sister was important to me my parents were important to me that was kind of like the the focus you yeah. know like obviously you have cousins and aunts and uncles and stuff but the kind of the core was like my immediate family yeah and obviously that was that was strained and so what I found is you have to uh, go out of your way to continue to invest in those relationships like you start to feel weird things yeah. you got to spend time doing them so uh, I think it, at that point is when I started calling my parents once a week and I haven't stopped so that was you know back in 2006 That's I'm still amazing. doing that yeah um, and my, my relationship with my parents is thriving i think because of that we still have goofy stuff but yeah. um it's been really valuable so i think if you're a single guy like i know there's times but particularly with parents man yeah. like when i was in my early 20s i really had periods of resenting my parents because yeah. uh, it seemed like oh, i'm supposed to get away from this yeah, stuff i'm supposed to be on my own yeah. that, that was very difficult for yeah. me to be honoring of my parents which um when the law commands that we honor our parents, like yep. that's that's Moses says that, and then Jesus says it again. Yeah, um, that doesn't end at eighteen. Like there's no cap on when you honor your parents; it goes on forever. Yeah, uh, and the word says that that comes with a blessing, a right. promise. Amen. And so I think it's important to invest in that. Don't resent your parents. Honor your parents. Um, that's different for everybody. Like yeah. some people are really proud of their parents, have a good relationship with their parents. Some don't even know their parents. So yeah. I get that it's, that it's different. Yeah. Um, that's not unique to our time. Even when Jesus was teaching people to honor their parents, people had strained relationships with their parents. Yeah, And so it's important to figure out how to invest in those relationships. Um, if you're, if you're a sibling, it's important to invest in that relationship. Like how can you be dependable? How can you be accountable? How can you uh, call your siblings up while they call you up? Yeah, And that's tough. It, like, is it, tough.
1: it does not naturally happen, but you hit on it. It's intentionality. Yeah. You Know. but I would also say, you know, like even as a single guy, right? Yeah. Like I and maybe I'm wrong on this, but nowhere specifically in the Bible does it tell me that I need to love and care for my siblings. Yeah. Right? And, well, and I'll just like Yeah. So and I would just say that like um like it's something that I struggle with. Yeah. You know, is like gosh, I now I feel like if you feel a conviction or a a stirring to be like man, I have to build my relationship with yeah. my brother and my sister and keep that thing intact and I think you should. Yeah. Um, you know, but there's uh I believe it's a proverb somewhere like let's say you're down in Florida yeah. and you don't have family around. Yeah. But there are brothers and sisters around you in Christ that you could be making sure that you're building a relationship. and hundred percent. Right? Because it's like better is a friend close by than family far away. Yeah. You know? So
0: there's like... I don't know. It's just like a, a balance. Well, that. Can, I can add to that thought. Like yeah. Jesus during his ministry. Oh, this is uh, good. His, his mom and his brothers are trying to get his attention because they're kind of embarrassed by him. Yeah. Like Jesus is going around like saying crazy things. Yeah. And his mom <laughs> and his brothers and his sisters are like, hey, yeah. come back to the house. We need to talk to you for a second. And Jesus is like, man, like. They're not my mother. They're not my brothers. They're not my sisters. The people who are my brothers and sisters are the ones who do the will of my father. Yeah. And so, yeah, like you have actual siblings. I think you should actually care for your actual siblings. Yeah. But Jesus actually expands what it means to have a brother and a sister to say anyone that is doing the will of my father is your brother and your sister. Yeah. And then the Bible has a lot to say about that, that yeah. we need to like uh, hold each other accountable. Uh, we need to resolve our differences. We need to keep short accounts. Yeah. Like forgiveness is huge in those relationships. And I think forgiveness is huge, um, with people in your church. Like there's just as much conflict in your church as there is in your family. Yeah. So you got to resolve those issues, but you also got to resolve those issues in your family. Like we're, we're called to be people of forgiveness. Right. Um, and that doesn't mean we're, we're foolish. Yeah. Um, but it means we're, we're wise and we're forgiving or keeping short accounts. And we oh, love
1: people. And it's tough, but live at peace with everyone. Yeah. You know. And so, but I, I just want to like, I, I want to make sure like for me, cause one of the things that I struggle with is like. I won't, like I was saying earlier, I won't prioritize. I'll get out of balance with my wife and my kids as a result of like trying to honor my parents, you know? And I think that, you know, so we're called to love our wives the way Christ loved the church. We are called as men to prioritize our relationships with our kids. We're absolutely called uh, to honor our parents. Mm -hmm. But I would just encourage guys listening. Like if you don't, if you're, if you don't get that right, then don't go other places, right? Like, oh, I got to fix this relationship with my sister. Like, you, you know, we have these main building blocks or yeah. priorities that God gives us, you know? And then outside of that, we have to get those things right first, you know, before even a grandson. Yep. I think about, oh, my grandparents are getting old and I feel this guilt, you know, that I want to spend as much time as I should. And I should, but the best gift I can give to my grandparents is to be a great husband, and a great father and
0: honor my parents i'm thinking know? of the uh the target that we use in a man's game plan so, so if good. you if you haven't seen a man's game plan i think it's on the website, you can find it, but it's a great resource. Um, in the family section of a man's game plan, we talk about a target. And if you imagine the target, like the ring at the center is the ring you're trying to hit. It's the smallest one. And then you go out to bigger rings as you go out. So the smallest ring is your faith. Like you want to know Jesus. You want to do what he says. You want to follow his commandments. You want to love him with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. The second ring, if you're married is your wife. And so you want to invest in that relationship. You want to love her like Christ loves the church. The next ring is your kids. Yep. Um, you want to bring them up. You want to disciple them well. And then outside of those rings is like your parents, your siblings, your, you know, whatever, your cousins, your like the rings just get bigger and bigger and bigger. Yep. So if you focus on those inner circles, and I encourage you, like if you're struggling in those areas, like look at that target, draw that target for yourself. Like who's in each circle. Yeah. Uh, and I think that helps with that tension of like, man, I can't invest in every single relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, but much like we talked about when we open, like faith is involved in everything. So get your faith right, um, have a strong foundation on what Jesus says, and then work on those circles as you move out.
1: Yeah, and I mean, okay, how do you go from failing to to functioning, right? Or from yeah. failing to balanced? And I think it's uh, you got to fight for it. Oh yeah, you have to pay attention. You have yeah. to be intentional. Is some of the things that you shared. I think uh, for me, it's having a good mentor. Right. That when I feel out of balance, I can talk to him about how to readjust what my priorities are. Yeah. You know, so it's a difficult one, uh, but it's one that we are called to be balanced in. Yeah. And again, uh, you know, as we progress through the five F's, you know, we're just going to keep adding to the list Uh, next week. We're talking about what we've talked about faith, family. Next week is Friends. friends, friends. Gosh, how do I fit them in? you know,
0: where do they fit on the target? Uh, yeah, I
1: don't know. Good question. That's what we'll talk about. Um, so thanks for joining us. Right? Yeah. See you next week. We'll be back. All right. See you. Hey, thanks for listening to our Met of Iron podcast. If you enjoyed that episode, make sure you go to MetaViron.org. Or you can hit the subscribe button. You can ring the notification bell. That way you don't miss out on any future episodes. But again, thanks for checking out MetaViron.